0: People are going to look you up by certain keywords that relate to what you're doing, and you're gonna appear on the front page, first page of Google, and you're gonna build that mailing list. You're gonna build that reputation. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital
1: Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. And welcome back to season four of Digital Marketing Masters podcast. And today, my guest is Reynaldo Santana. Ray, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Muy bien. Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) That's right. You use a little, a little, muy bien, a little French for Canada.
0: (laughs) I'm Latino. So, you know, I like to, you know, put it out there once in a while. But yes.
1: That's, you know what? There's there's a funny thing that they say. If you're ever getting in trouble and you're somewhere in the world, just put your hands up in the air and say, je suis Canadien. <laughs> we, we, if you say I'm Canadian, they won't believe you. But if you say it in French, they'll believe you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: So let me read your bio so people know what you're doing. Sure. Ronaldo Santana is a visionary, purpose-driven business leader who thinks that entrepreneurs can improve the world. He is an entrepreneur, investor, author, speaker, educator, philanthropist, and contributor with a long list of accomplishments. And his book is Tradition Meet Innovation, Catching Up to Millennials. And Ray, the first thing I wanted to ask you right out of the gate is, what is your book about? Like, I know it it says catching up to millennials, but what do you mean by that? Yeah, ha- happy
0: to explain that. So I've been in, in the tech field for the past uh, 12 years. And I've come across many, many people who who just are confused about what's happening with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I mean, all these social media platforms. Technology doesn't wait for no one, and it keeps changing every single day, month, week. You you, you name it. I mean, we all seen it. One day we're you know you know using our flip phones, the next day we're on smartphones. It's like what. So I've come by many people with their pain points um, about marketing and technology and, and how to reach out to people, how to get their attention. Uh, because you know, there's a generation out there that they're used to, you know, cold calls. They're used to, you know, newspaper ads. They're used to radio ads and you know all these old traditional methods that today you know still being used, but somehow things are changing and people had um, you know these pain points and not understanding what's going on. So I, I wanted to put a book together. Um, where I explain about, hey, here's the history, here's what's happening, and here are the tools and resources you need to adapt this, you know, fast world pace of technology and marketing. So that's the, what the book is about. It's basically how to understand this new marketing methodology called inbound marketing, which is not new anymore, but now it's since then become very popular. So I want to kind of provide that information, that overview of inbound marketing, how that's powerful and how that should be implemented in everyone's business today.
1: Right, and I still think a lot of small business owners are not very savvy on the inbound marketing side. I think, um, you know, their their thoughts still go to advertising, right, as always. They they think marketing and advertising are synonymous, right, but they're the same thing. Um, so since you wrote the book, I mean, you wrote this book in, what, 2016, is it?
0: That's correct, yeah, a few years ago.
1: So lot's changed, right, in the last five, six years, and uh, you've kind of come up with some new systems since then, and we were talking a bit before. This is why I'm having you on the show, right, because we had this conversation before. Um, Why don't you tell us a bit more about what you're doing now? Yes, happy to do that.
0: I developed a mythology called strategic giving or philanthropic giving, which is giving before you receive, which I'm sure all of us have probably heard of via Bible or our mentors or family members of goodwill of, you know, give first or give back. And I think as a society overall, I think sometimes we forget about that. And we still focus on this old mythology of business mindset of push, 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 sell, sell, sell. I'm like, now let's do this, right? Which, you know, still happens today. But I have seen that, you know, like inbound marketing, it's all about content heavy. You know, the quality of the content can attract people and they can build organic, organic traffic. Well, it's the same thing with in terms of the mindset. If you have that mindset of, you know what, let me educate people first. Let me give them information. And as a return, I help my community and it helps my business as well. So I created an organization called Impact NX where I helped shift that mindset for for-profit businesses where... Rather than push, 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 let's educate people first in different variety of ways. So, for example, you know, let's say we have John's Plumbing Services, right? Well, I would build a nonprofit around his business or an educational arm where it's called John's Plumbing Academy, where John's able to either build courses, uh, build a webinar or presentation, 30 minutes to explain about plumbing overall. And it can also be about educating people on your products and services and how those products and services help people today. So you're ed- educating people rather than selling people on your products. And what's going to happen is that there's goodwill because you're providing you know value for free. You're building trust with your audience. You become sort of brand authority figure, um, and it builds your credibility and reputation. And what's going to happen is that Once I set up this nonprofit for you, you qualify for many grants, and the one that I focus on is the Google nonprofit um, grant here because they provide $120,000 a year nonstop on Google Ads credit. So what that means is that every single month, Google gives you $10,000 worth of ad credit to be used to advertise or to promote your mission, basically. Uh, to promote your content out there. So what's going to happen is that that, that's going to bring a lot of traffic to your nonprofit organization because people are going to look you up by certain keywords that relate to what you're doing. And you're going to appear on the front page, first page of Google. And you're going to build that mailing list. You're going to build that reputation. And what's going to happen is that as people get to know you today, we all do this when we want to buy something or there is someone calls you. You want to look them up online. Who are they? Can I trust them? Are they gonna lower my risk should I be aware of something? is it a scam is it a fraud you start doing your due diligence and as you do your due diligence and you're seeing wow this person actually has a nonprofit this person is teaching um, all these great educational stuff they appear on the first page everything changes and now that converts to leads for your for-profit you see so you're doing good on the nonprofit educating giving value first and on the for profit it's meeting your goals when it comes to your financial bottom line you see so it's a win-win on both sides. And that's what I help for-profits do today. And I also help nonprofits that are existing achieve this grant as well.
1: Right. And those Google, the Google grant, it's available in most countries. I actually looked it up because somebody was asked after we talked to make sure it was available in Canada. And then I looked and it's available in almost every country. That is correct. Also, an interesting thing, because we've done some work with Google grants for nonprofits in the past. There is some limitations on the ad side, right? Because it's it's specifically pay-per-click ads, right?
0: Yes. Max conversions, max clicks. Yep. There's different strategies you can use.
1: Right. And you can't go out and like run a bunch of YouTube ads or something with your grant money, right? That is correct as well. So there there is
0: restrictions. There is guidelines you have to follow. Um, on the website, you can see that it's also not meant for hospitals or schools because Google has other programs for them. But um, yes, um, so one thing I want to mention is that I'm surprised because number one, many people don't know about this Google nonprofit program. Uh, and number two, um, many people are having a lot of issues and frustrations. Um, and the reason is because those steps really aren't as easy as it appears on the website. And number three is Google doesn't they don't provide support, <laughs> which is kind of uh, surprising. They give you heavy documentation. But there's no one you can speak to, no one you can email. So you're on your own. And the most important part, which kind of, is kind of scary, is that they only work with one partner for this whole process. And they're called TechSoup. And TechSoup is they're, they're responsible to um, validate the organization, the nonprofit, to get yourself a token to use to apply to this Google grant. You can only apply once. So if you don't get accepted for a certain reason, then you can't do this nonprofit program. So there's a lot of things that's that's there uh, that uh, people don't know about. And like you mentioned, the restrictions on Google ads, people don't know that you're not supposed to add a debit or credit card to the back end of the account or else it interrupts the grant. So this this is how, this is the value that we provide is that that we kind of take away those headaches away from people and, you know, <laughs> we provide all the right steps, the best practices, the do's the don'ts, because I I invested my own you know money and time into this like six months to a year to perfect this process because, um, it's not as easy as people think. Um, so right to that point. No,
1: there's definitely, Google definitely has some, you know, on the front end, they're like, Hey, any nonprofit, right? Come apply for this grant to get free ads. And you're like, hooray. And they're like, all you have to do is fill out a form. And so they fill out the form. Hooray. And then suddenly they start sending you these emails and they're like, these are all the technical things you need to do to be in compliance. And you're like, most nonprofits don't even know what any of the words mean that are in those emails.
0: It's so true. I, I did a workshop for 40 nonprofits last week, and uh, I got the same reaction. They weren't technical. They do not know about how to develop a website, how to be in compliance. I mean, there's a lot of things that are
1: involved. But hey, <laughs> I've, been, I've been through the shoes. I've been through all the headaches for people. So, But it's also $10,000 a month of ad budget. That's what I'm saying. Ongoing. I mean, it's worth doing the effort, right? It is. Yeah, it's ongoing. So you can keep using that. So if you don't use your, you know, if you use nine or 10,000 on the first month, there's another 10,000 coming next month.
0: That's right. And I tell people, I mean, <laughs> those that live in Canada are lucky because um, it takes under one week to get incorporated as a nonprofit compared to the, um, the U.S. to achieve this file 1C status. Um you have to wait six to nine months. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough.
1: Yeah. There's, is there, and this is something that, that we've done in the past with, with some success um, was having for-profit businesses partner with existing nonprofits. And I don't know if that's something that you guys have looked at before, but it was like the nonprofit is going to raise money, you know, you know, essentially giving away a product for donations and that product is purchased from the nonprofit, from the for-profit, right? So just, just as if any nonprofit, like if they went out and bought a hundred hats that say the name of their nonprofit on, on them, right. They're going to buy them from somebody, right? So there's a partnership there, you know, even if it's just a vendor relationship. So there is the ability for nonprofits to, use their advertising to drive donation and revenue that can also benefit a for-profit right
0: yes there's several ways to do partnerships i mean i tell people take this ten thousand dollars of grant credit and brainstorm i mean you can use that yes to you know fundraise uh, promote something a mission whatever you want to do but you can also test 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 which is the most important thing test nationwide region-wide statewide different countries different languages age groups i mean Test, test, test is the most important thing, because once you do testing on the back end on Google Ads, you have all the numbers in front of you. You can see what worked, what didn't work. And then the one that worked, or if there's several of them that worked, you start optimizing those type of campaigns and ads to your benefit, right? And some people don't have the opportunity to do that, because when you're paying out of pocket, that hurts a lot. <laughs> you know, this is why this is a big impactful play for many small businesses or individuals, because... I mean, COVID closed down many businesses. COVID, you know, destroyed many organizations and laid off many people because there wasn't really money uh, available for owners. I mean, this this is a way to really help yourself out and stick out from your competitors um, and at the same time do goodwill. So um, it's a win-win, like I mentioned. So
1: It is. You know, and, and you were about, uh, you know, nonprofits being affected by COVID. It's not just a matter of people not spending as much on donation as before. There's a lot of nonprofits who do work, and all of that work is supported by events. That's right. So if you can't have your yearly fundraising gala for two years, you're in a lot of trouble, right? That's right. And this is an excellent way to, you know, come up with ideas to get more revenue, get more donation, get more engagement.
0: People... (laughs) <laughs> I'll paint the picture, guys. Let's say you have no funding as a nonprofit to do your gala event. Like you mentioned, uh, Matt, I mean, do it virtually, right? Now you have it virtually. Now you have these ads, 10,000 <laughs> worth of ads to bring traffic to your virtual event, which means you can open it up to as many people as you want worldwide, not just to, you know, 500 is the limit because the hotel can only fit 500 people. Like That won't exist anymore, that problem. Uh, so your cost goes down completely. And um, virtual platforms are, you know, what, 15, 20 bucks a month, and you can have a thousand or more people on there. It's, it's amazing. So imagine now you can have people all around the world that found your ad, things that they care about, that's close to their heart, attending your gala online. Just, I'll, I'll leave it right there. All right. <laughs> so you guys can imagine the possibilities of that.
1: Right. Another interesting thing that we've seen with nonprofits is selling electronic goods related to their, you know, their nonprofit or their, you know, whatever it is, the charity that that they're doing. I saw one really good one. And what they did is they were, I don't know if they were like a bird sanctuary, like a specific area, or if it was just Kind of a bird charity in general. I'm not that clear on 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 their original mission, but what they had is they were selling a digital guide for bird watching, and they were using the nonprofits to sell the bird watching guide, you know. And I think it was done as like a free plus shipping kind of thing, or you could get the ebook. So there were some options in there, and those are great platforms too. And if you have uh, if you are you know someone like a marketing agency or you know, just somebody who has the skills, you can easily partner with a nonprofit that does not have the skills to create an ebook or a checkout system or fulfillment, you know, those kinds of things, right?
0: That's right. Hey, partner partner up is is a good way to scale up. Find someone that's your strength that fills your your weaknesses needs and scale up, right? We're all here to help each other out, so.
1: And you had mentioned earlier, right, using the plumber example, which is my favorite example. I use it for everything. If it's a... A local business, or they have more than one location, whatever, right? And they're going to make some kind of a foundation, nonprofit. How does that system work, essentially? Like, you know, you get somebody's an insurance broker and they got five offices, right? That they own, and they say, okay, I'm going to make the the high school football alumni association or something, right? And they, whatever they come up with. Do they, I guess I'm not clear on how they set up the nonprofit. Is that you set up the, you do the paperwork and all the things for the nonprofit. And then do they have to handle the nonprofit, like the reporting and all the other stuff that has to go along with it? Or how does that work?
0: Yeah, happy to to share. So at Impact NX, uh, we have two programs, eight weeks each with two weeks for bonus. One program is designed for for-profit folks and one program design for the nonprofit. And on this particular case, let's talk about, you know, the for-profit, right? Joseph Plumbing, if he has five organizations, the best way, or I guess one of the best ways is, so I'll start with strategy, right? Number one is you create these mailing lists and you can target different states because you have 10,000 worth of ads you can dedicate it. And as you dedicate, let's say one per each state or different campaigns for different states, you can set up an assigned mailing list for each of these organizations or just have one and organize it in a way that you know that where it comes from. And basically from, from that point, you have to give access to people to the content in exchange for their contact information to get that mailing list, of course. Once you have that, you can, use your for, you can use your for-profit or non-profit email to email them because essentially what Google cares about is the front end. And that is that your front end non-profit website is educating and you're, product, you're providing value but they don't care about what's happening on the back end. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, part of this eight week program. So we do all the filing registration for people for Canada, for the U S we have lawyers that work with us. So we get that done for the individual. Then we have video series that we kind of, it's like a hybrid model do for you. And we also teach you, so you can do it as well so that you follow the steps and you can submit information to us. We'll take a look at it, give feedback, submit it back to you so you can, you know, go on to the next step. And one important thing that we provide that, again, Google doesn't provide very well, and that is support. There's a Facebook group where, you know, you have access to. And every single week, there's a Facebook Live where we you know, start talking about best practices, the do's, the don'ts. We answer all your questions. Um, you can submit information to us to take a look at. So it's an open book. You're not by yourself because, like I mentioned, this is 50% of success is getting the grant. The other 50% is how you use Google Ads. If you do not know how to use Google Ads, then it's 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 not worth it because then you can't use your grant very well. It won't function, and it'll be probably shut down in two months. That's what we uh, provide to help people is through the eight week program, a support group on Facebook, and we take care of all we take care of all the uh, the filing registration where kind of people tend to get confused or messed up, and that's about it.
1: So, the Google Grant program itself. is there a similar grant program from other companies like does Bang have one or you know any other search engines?
0: Yeah, uh, so yes. So once a nonprofit organization gets the validation token code from TechSoup, So for those people who don't know, TechSoup is, is a global organization that they validate nonprofits left and right and they work with big for-profits and nonprofit organizations. But once you get this token, it's valid for 60 days. Now, on the TechSoup website, they have a section that lists all their partners, including uh, Google, Microsoft, and all these big hitter names that we know. And all these organizations, Fortune 100, Fortune 100 companies, they have programs similar. Some of them give you free laptops, believe it or not, and give you discounts as well. So, so yes, there are there are more than one programs out there for this. Once you get your token, there's a page on TechSoup that shares with you all the links, all the information of those companies and what they offer.
1: Perfect. And and let's not just focusing on the the grant side. I know we were also talking about inbound marketing. And I wanted to ask you another question about inbound marketing, because it's something that we do, I mean, all the time, right, as an agency. What do you think the biggest opportunity right now for businesses is for inbound marketing, you know, aside from the grant program?
0: So the grant was what the grant does really is help you scale up, right? Because everything else that, that I teach or the team teaches, it's really inbound marketing strategies. It really comes down to the first conversation. I dig deep into your business, your nonprofit, like what you're about, what are your current pain points, your challenges? Who's your avatar, your persona you're trying to target? Where can you find them? Where do they read news? It's, it's basically doing the one-on-one marketing agency, uh, you know, help, which is just digging deep into what are you, where you want to go. Then we target that. And that's how we, we suggest different marketing strategies. So to, to your point, it's a variable thing. I can't say it's one thing or, or the other. Uh, it really comes down to the specific need of the individual or organization and where they're trying to be. To answer your question.
1: You know, the marketing world is one of those things that it's like, you know, somebody asks you a question about it. And and the answer is pretty much always it's complicated because it is complicated. <laughs> right. And it's a difficult thing to hear, you know, if you're a business owner, right? And you're worried about, you know, handling your business. Yeah. You don't like to ask the question like, how can I get more customers? And the answer is always, it's complicated, right? But I think there is definitely an opportunity here, especially for nonprofits. I mean, nonprofits, I talk to, I don't know, two, three dozen nonprofits a year, right? And none of them have ever heard of the grant program. Yeah, you see, I don't even think I've met someone from a nonprofit who has heard of the Google ad grant program ever. Yeah, I mean, we've done work with nonprofits. And the first thing we ask is, what are you doing now that's working? And the second thing we ask is, do you know about the Google grant program? So, yeah, I think it's an amazing opportunity and it's a great opportunity for businesses. This is a tactic that nobody's using. And uh, I think it's super powerful. If somebody wants some help out with this and they want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, the best
0: way is to go to our website, www.impactnx.org. And on that website, you will have more information about myself, about the programs we have for nonprofit and for profits. And uh, they can fill out a, a short little contact form where they can Zoom with me or even email me as well and we can have a conversation. So that's the best way, Matt. Thank you.
1: Perfect. Ray, I appreciate you coming on the show. And I think this is something that, I mean, honestly, when we first started talking about it, I was like, you know what? I know about all of these pieces, but I have (laughs) never heard of anyone putting the pieces together like this. I think it's it's just an amazing strategy and I hope some businesses will take advantage of it. And uh, thanks a lot for being on the show.
0: Likewise, Matt, appreciate it very much. And thank you everyone for uh, listening today. Thanks.
1: This has been
0: Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Join us next week as we dive into more tips and ideas to grow your business.